0: Hello everyone and welcome to This Week in Engineering. I'm Jim Anderson, Multimedia Content Director here at Engineering.com. This Week in Engineering. Making programming accessible for engineers through low-code platforms and a leap forward in measurement technology for large-scale manufacturing. Mendix World 2020 Conference, held virtually this month, will showcase a number of ways the Mendix low-code platform can make coding accessible to product engineers. Low-code development refers to creating customized dashboards, applications, or integration using easily deployable coding methods, supported by user-friendly interfaces and visual tools without being a full-stack developer. Now, low code development has been around for a while, but new platforms cover a widening scope using infrastructure agnostic and online customization tools, while they're accelerating cloud enabled application deployment and increasing openness and simplicity. This means a more collaborative approach between IT and business, a key factor for product lifestyle management, PLM, as well as enterprise resource planning, ERP. At Mendix World 2020, a number of projects illustrated the value that low code developments can bring to PLM. There are five core areas where low-code meets PLM and has the potential to generate business value in the product development space. 1. Business process automation and customization, improving workflow efficiency, flexibility, and the customer experience in not just using but also implementing and testing these solutions. 2. Integrating digital twins across the enterprise, improving operational efficiency throughout the full product lifecycle. 3. Industrial automation and data feedback loops between the shop floor and engineering office, from IoT to PLM ERP, shop floor AR visualization data, and back. Four, data migration or aggregation from different data sources, leveraging an intelligent transformation layer for data visualization and mining. And five, PLM ERP integration with a flexible transformation layer, delivering up the promise of model-based systems engineering. More developments will be in the offing. The UK's National Physical Laboratories embraced Frequency Scanning Interferometry or FSI and developed it into a practical and versatile measurement system to address the needs of large-scale manufacturing. The latest development enables a single measurement device to simultaneously direct multiple laser beams to many targets, measuring each with extreme accuracy. This will be good news for manufacturers of large-scale, high-value products that have had considerable measurement challenges. Products such as aircraft and wind turbines require coordinate measurements with uncertainties measured in microns over tens of meters. Laser trackers are widely used since they're the most accurate and practical coordinate measuring systems available for use at these scales. However, their accuracy is limited by environmental factors, most notably temperature gradients in the air. When light travels through a temperature gradient, differences in the refractive index causes it to bend slightly. Now, On a hot day, extreme temperature gradients occur over surfaces that are giving off heat. For example, when the hot ground has cool air blowing over it. When the gradient is steep enough, bending of light can be observed. Now, these effects can't be observed with the naked eye, but they're still the dominant source of error in optical measurements which rely on knowing the direction of a beam of light. The aerospace industry requires a more accurate way to measure coordinates at large scales. Reducing aircraft fuel burn means improving aerodynamic efficiency, with manufacturers aiming for natural laminar flow wings in the next generation of civil aircraft. And achieving part-to-part interchangeable assembly will also require a step change in large-scale measurement accuracy. The National Physical Laboratory's solution to this challenge is Divergent Beam FSI. It has the potential to track multiple targets at an accuracy of tens of microns. Now It's cost-effective because a single laser detector and controller can be used to measure multiple distances. Here's how it works. The laser is split and fiber channeled to multiple measurement devices, each of which directs beams to all the targets. The returned light follows the same path back to the detector housed within the laser. Each distance is then uniquely determined from the returned light. Each divergent beam FSI sensor contains a low-cost illumination laser projected through a divergent lens to illuminate the measurement field. The sensor also receives a fiber-channeled FSI laser beam and directs it through a spatial light modulator and lens. The direction information is provided to the SLM so that it can generate an individual FSI laser beam directed at each target. The light from the FSI laser, which is returned by the retroflective targets, is then directed back into the fiber channel to be returned to the central FSI detector. A mirror directs the light from the two different lasers to the relevant detectors. This technique allows each sensor to measure the distance to multiple targets. Moving targets can be tracked and targets can be added or removed during dynamic measurement. When several sensors are positioned around a collection of targets, their coordinates can be measured using multilateration. NPL's current prototype can measure targets within a 10x10x5 meter volume, but they intend to increase this parameter. As development continues, NPL aims to license this technology to manufacturers within one or two years. That wraps up this episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of This Week in Engineering.